Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Friday show. I hope you're having an absolutely wonderful day. Uh, lots to talk about, lots to get angry about, lots to laugh at. And um, I wouldn't have it any other way than being able to spend this time with you. Uh, I do have a quick question. Uh, I have kind of a little rant I want to go on, um, but so I don't frick it up like I did yesterday with CNN. I assume Patrick Bet David is on Rumble, but what in the hell is his actual page? There's like 500 freaking Patrick Bet David and Valuetainment and all this stuff. Where? What is his actual Rumble channel? Does anybody know? Because I want to be careful. Because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss some people off today. Because I just don't have any more fucks. I'm out of fucks to give. Behold my field of fucks. It is not valuetainment because I open that up and there's no videos there. Is he? I know he doesn't stream to Rumble, but does he have a Rumble page? I just, I'm not like going to try to start beefing with him. Valuetainment Space TV. Is that what it is? Is that his official one? Is that his official one? No, PBD Podcast is not his official one either. Before you watch. Oh, wait. No, that's his YouTube. Yeah. But what is he doesn't. So he doesn't link his YouTube. He doesn't link his Rumble or any third. I'm trying to find. Where is his Rumble page? Does he have one? There are like, there's valuetainment and it's like verified, but there's no videos. I want to be sure I get this right. I know he doesn't stream to Rumble, but his fans are telling me that he has a Rumble page. Rumble C Valuetainment. Yeah, but is that it? Because I can't. I don't think PBD Podcast TV, it is a verified account, just not in use. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So you say it's Valuetainment TV? But that's not even verified. And it hasn't uploaded a video in... Oh, here we go. Okay. Is this even his official page, though? Broskis. So, is this his official page? He has a locals link to Valuetainment, but it's not customized. 
It's PBD po PBD podcast. Oh yeah, okay, that's verified. But also has not uploaded a video in six months. Okay, so there is no official valuetainment. There is no official rumble. Okay, I got it. So this is supposedly... Okay, I'm getting word that this is in fact his official podcast. I, I'm I'm going somewhere with this, boys. I promise you. Because I'm getting a little sick and a little tired of these multi-millionaires. Okay, I'm not going to name names. I'm going to name Patrick Bat David <clears throat> because he, he's going to be the subject of the video. But this is just for you all, okay? This is this is what I'm gonna this is what I want to say, okay? And this isn't even about Patrick Bet David in particular. This is about other people in our space. And this isn't even about Rumble in particular. But I'm getting a little sick, friends. I'm getting a little fucking tired of these people who will keep saying, we're speaking truth to power. We're fighting the machine. They're trying to keep us down. YouTube is censoring us, but we're not going to stream anywhere else because we're addicted to YouTube AdSense revenue, even though we're already multimillionaires. I'm getting a little sick of it. You want to talk about some mid-level YouTuber who's just barely getting by, okay? Like abandoning YouTube and going to support free speech. I understand why they don't. They need that money. But these guys are multi-millionaires and there are more than one of them. There's more than one of them who are constantly telling me that they're fighting against the machine and that... You know, YouTube doesn't want you to know this. And, and uh, they've got the real truth. Yet you can only watch their fucking shows on YouTube. Again, people who are already independently wealthy multimillionaires. Who wouldn't even lose anything. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm not on the payroll at Rumble. The only reason I can afford to exclusively do live streams on Rumble is because they pay me. I get it. But I'm not Pat Patrick David or whatever the fuck his name is. And I'm not these other uh, conservative guys that pretend to care about the parallel economy but keep their flagship shows exclusively on YouTube. And then whine and complain when they get censored or deboosted or all this other fucking bullshit. All right? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm not saying you are, but you look like a grifter. You look like a grifter. When you're worth $10 million and you won't even fucking stream to Rumble or Odyssey. I'm not saying just, I'm saying you have all this money and you're, you have, you're speaking so much truth to power that they want to keep you down. 
and you won't fucking stream to Odyssey, BitChute, YouTube, Rumble. You only suckle at the salty taint that is YouTube. And I'm supposed to believe you're in the trenches and you give a fuck about free speech and kiss my ass. Yeah, that's Daily Wire too. There are a lot of people at the Daily Wire that weren't even uploading their videos to Alt Tech until I called them out. That company's worth fucking $500 million. They could turn, they could lose their AdSense revenue tomorrow and no one would care. And they still beg you for money. There are people that barely do the bare minimum. They say, well, I mirror my videos over to Rumble. Ooh, big sacrifice, multimillionaire. And I, this isn't like, look, you may love Patrick Bad David. I don't know. I don't watch his content because I have zero fucking interest in hearing a guy who got rich off multi-level marketing scams talk to other rich people. I don't care. I don't care what a multimillionaire says to another multimillionaire about fighting the power when they're both a part of the same system they claim to oppose. All right? I don't care what Patrick Bet David has to say about fighting the system when he became rich, scamming people, allegedly, in multi-level marketing schemes. Okay? I don't care. You want to come in here and tell me you're fighting the power? You want to upload videos crying to YouTube or crying to fucking that YouTube censored you? Bro, you're worth 50 fucking million dollars. You're worth 50 million dollars. Sit down. Jordan Peterson didn't upload until he got blasted. Candace Owens didn't upload until she got blasted for it. These are both multi-millionaires who couldn't bother to check two boxes. And again, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about just rumble just so everyone knows I'm not talking about just rumble. I'm talking about odyssey, BitChute, minds, truth, social gab. I'm talking about all of this stuff. Oh my God, YouTube demonetized my whole channel. I'm Matt Walsh and I barely upload to Rumble. I don't care. You don't give a shit about new tech until you get banned. That's what all of these people do. I'm sick of it. Either nut up or admit you don't give a shit about the parallel economy. Don't. You can go do your own thing. But don't tell me you give a shit about the parallel economy and fighting the power when you don't even bother uploading your videos to new tech. Just saying. That's the uh, more like uncensored version. Now you're going to get the, the YouTube version for the video. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like shit on these guys. I think that you might like their content or whatever, but give me a break. What is this guy worth? What is this guy worth? And by the way, he got rich off MLMs, I believe. 
He has a net worth of 350 fucking million dollars. And he's crying about YouTube AdSense. This guy has generational wealth, $350 million, and he's uploading YouTube. Why don't you take $50 million of that and boost up a new tech platform? I don't, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to go to war with PBD's fans or some of these other people's fans, but I'm just telling you. What do you think Matt Walsh's net worth is? What do you think Candace Owens's net worth is? None of these people gave a fuck about new tech. None of them. None of them gave a shit about new tech until they got banned or demonetized. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to watch a three minute bullshit crybaby video about YouTube. When you don't even bother co-streaming your fucking live stream to other tech platforms when you don't even need the money. You're worth $350 million. I'm sick of it. You want to talk about me having a rumble deal? Fine, we can talk about that. But guess what? I was on this platform. I was on BitChute. I was on fucking VidMe. I was on Storyfire. I was on I was on, on every platform that has existed for the past 10 years. We're fighting the power with you even though I'm worth half a billion dollars. Why don't you use some of that money to fight censorship instead of uploading a video crying about it? I wish I had his money. Do you know what I would do with $350 million? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be providing exclusive deals to every major content creator that I could to leave YouTube. Daily Wire has Rumble accounts. They just dump their shit there. Exactly. The absolute bare minimum. If I got banned off YouTube tomorrow, I would be fucked. I'm not going to pretend like I don't still 90% of my overall income would be reliant on, on uh, YouTube ad revenue. But I'm also not out here not trying. I'm out here trying. I'm out here supporting new tech. These guys... I don't want to fucking hear that they don't understand it either. Oh, Jordan Peterson's just a boomer. He doesn't understand how Rumble works. Bitch, the guy's worth a billion dollars. He probably doesn't even... He's got 10 people that manages shit. He's got 10 people managing his social media stuff. The fact that he wasn't on Rumble was strategic. The fact that some of my peers are not on Rumble is about money. I've had friends on YouTube who constantly gets censored, tell me that, oh, get me a, a paid contract with Rumble and I'll post my content there. Bro, I thought you were a free speech warrior. Friends of mine, get me a deal. To tell the people at Rumble to get me a deal. and then I'll Bro, I didn't have a deal at Rumble when I uploaded my content here. God, I'm so sick of these lazy, fake-ass free speech warriors. Anyway, 
Lord of the Reed, hell yeah, brother. Spicy, righteously indignant. Jeremy's what we needed after a long ass week. I've been uploading clips of music to Rumble for years. If I can do it, they can too. Yes, I agree. From one Midwesterner to another, I appreciate the lack of patience for retarded bullshit. They could in very in the very least dual stream to Rumble. Expose the grifters, my man. I I I think so too. Fact, man, they don't support all tech because they want something to whine about to call attention to themselves. It's possible. It's possible. You know a story that was floating around the uh, Twitterverse, the Xverse yesterday, dominating a lot of timelines, was the shenanigans going on around Patrick Bed David's podcast or live stream that he had with, uh, I believe, Trump's lawyer. And there was, he uploaded a, like a roughly three minute video to X um, showing some, you know, numbers, uh, essentially claiming that there were shenanigans going on and being censored. He was being essentially saying, I'm being censored by team YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Patrick Brett David also, you know, is somebody that quote unquote frequently is alleged to frequently call out quote, cowardly Americans for not standing up against quote, the powers. Okay. This is something that Patrick Brett David has done. And this is not an anti-Patrick Bed David video. This is a video, a plea to my peers. This is not a video about, oh my God, everyone has to leave YouTube and go to Rumble. I've never said that. And also when I talk about new tech, I'm not talking about just Rumble. I'm talking about Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, Gab, Truth, VidMe. I mean, I've been on every single new possible video hosting platform on the planet. So when I talk about people who support new tech, I'm not just talking about Rumble, all right? But it is increasingly difficult for me to give the tiniest frick about people whining and complaining about being censored on YouTube and doing the absolute bare minimum to support new tech. It's not just Patrick Bet David. I'm not going to be calling people out directly by name, but well, maybe I should. There's several people from the Daily Wire that conveniently didn't even bother doing the bare minimum, like Candace Owens and Jordan Peterson, to mirror their videos to new tech, places like Odyssey, BitChute, and Rumble. The bare minimum. That's all you have to do is check a box. But these very same people are the first to whine and complain when they get demonetized. Okay, or when they get censored or suppressed, all right? They, they, there is a common fallacy among a lot of these free speech people who are telling you, the cowards who aren't fighting the power, that they are the ones speaking the truth to power and that everybody's against them. None of them feature their main product. Very few of them feature their main product across multiple platforms. Patrick Bed David is worth somewhere between 200 and 400 million dollars. He does not need to rely on YouTube AdSense. I understand 
I understand that the audience, 90% of the audience, 85% of the audience is still on YouTube and it is important to still be there. I also understand that until people support new tech, again, that's not just rumble. I can't be clear enough for those who would question my, uh, the veracity of what I'm about to say, understand that long before I ever had a deal with rumble and anybody who's watched me knows I've been on BitChute odyssey. I was on rumble for years before I ever had a deal with them. Okay. Vid me freaking story fire. Every possible place I could host videos, I took the time to do it. That's time out of my day. Not every website simply transfers videos over. You have to sit there and upload it. Because I've always complained about YouTube censorship. And I knew that if I didn't support new tech in like literally the most minimal way, that would make me a hypocrite. Okay. So when I see Patrick Beck David put this video up, talking about what's going on YouTube. I'm getting censored. And he doesn't even use other platforms. I don't understand. I just don't care anymore. It's 2024. We've known that YouTube suppresses videos for the last five, six, seven years. People constantly uploading videos to YouTube. I'm being demonetized. My channel's been demonetized. My videos are being suppressed. Blah, 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 blah. And they don't take five minutes to literally do diddly dick to support new tech. They don't do diddly dick to support new tech. Jordan Peterson, Candace Owens, these people up until very recently and were publicly called out, didn't even bother having pages on, on new tech. Okay. Patrick Bet David, who's worth, I don't know, two to $400 million doesn't co-stream his wildly popular show to new tech and uploads a three. Instead of doing that, which you can do for free. Okay. You can co-stream to as many platforms as you want for free. Doesn't do it. I've had friends of mine on YouTube come to me and say, bro, can you get me a rumble deal? And I go and look at their rumble channels and they don't even have one. So I'm supposed to go to my bosses and say, Hey, uh, this guy, this is somebody who's never supported new tech before in the past, but can you give them money? And again, it's not about rumble. It's about new tech. The same people who are out there, well, I support the parallel economy. I'm a big fan of the parallel economy. And they don't even check a box. I'm not talking about, by the way, let me be very, very, very clear, okay? Before people get too butthurt. Although I'm six minutes in and people have probably already decided where they want to stand on this. I am not talking about the YouTuber that has 40, 50, 60,000 subscribers and is just kind of scraping by. Okay. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about minted multi-millionaires, people that work for companies like the daily wire, people like Patrick, bad David and others who make tens of millions of dollars a year. Don't do diddly dick to support new tech. 
oh, I checked a box and they and then my videos go over there. I'm fighting for free speech. Give me a break. And also, so much of this, so much of this is driven by the absolute insanity that these people who are so smart can't possibly understand that the audiences on Rumble, the audiences on Odyssey, the audiences on BitChute, the audiences on Truth Social, the audiences on Gab, these are all different people. They are all stuck in this boomer this boomer ideology that they think everybody in the world is on YouTube and that if they dare make their product available on Rumble, then people are going to leave YouTube for it. I'm here to tell you that ain't true. I've been doing a dedicated show on Rumble since June of last year and basically kept the exact same number of subscribers on YouTube, but continued to grow on Rumble, continued to grow on Odyssey and BitChute. They are different audiences. And I have told people in private so many times, dude, you're, it is not people genuine. There is a percentage of people. There is a percentage of people that do like watch a little bit of videos on rumble, a little bit of YouTube that does exist. But my, the majority of my viewers on rumble only watch my videos on rumble or the same could be said for odyssey for BitChute or for truth or gab or any of these, any of these platforms. I am not saying that people should abandon YouTube, which I can already see people probably typing in the comments. Well, why don't you just leave YouTube? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you want to claim to be a free speech, truth to power speaker, then do a little bit more. And I'm talking to the millionaires. I'm not talking to the guys or girls who are just getting by and are afraid of losing their revenue. Although I think they should at least be mirroring their content to every possible platform they can. Like I'm talking to the multi-millionaires, the guys who are mint girl, guys and girls who are minted with generational wealth, who still don't co-stream, who still don't upload their content to literally every platform. You don't get to whine and complain about censorship if you aren't at least doing that. Now, I spent some time, like Patrick, Pat, David, where, where is he? So I'm like, okay, where's his Rumble channel, for example? I couldn't find him on BitChute or Odyssey, but here's his Rumble channel. So he's not even on BitChute or Odyssey that I could find, okay? Here's his Rumble channel, hasn't uploaded in six months. Look at the views he used to get. 137,000 views. 87,000 views. Guy has not uploaded a single video to to Rumble in six months, but he had time to upload a three-minute video to YouTube, a man who's worth $400 million roughly, complaining about YouTube suppressing him. If I want to pull up Odyssey, okay? If I want to see Odyssey, you know... Is, do you think Patrick Bet David's on Odyssey? Do you think he's uploading Odyssey? And this isn't just about PBD. Of course he's not. This isn't just about PBD. This is about a lot of people in the ma free speech, ma truth to power. I'm par I'm fighting for you. 
pay me money every month so I can fight the power, but I don't contribute at all to new tech. Not a single live stream on his channel. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Really? You haven't even uploaded here in six months. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. What? The only channel I can even find on here is someone else uploading your videos. This isn't you. Someone else is just freebooting your videos and making money off you. Good for them. Again, it's not just about Rumble. Here's Odyssey. He's not on Odyssey. And again, I could say the same thing about Candace Owens or Jordan Peterson. Half the people at the Daily Wire. There are some people at the Daily Wire that did support New Tech early on. Okay, there were. I think um, Michael Knowles was one of them. And there were other people at the Daily Wire that did embrace New Tech. But these are multi-million dollar companies that aren't even sharing their product on New Tech but their half of their shtick is that we're fighting the power and that YouTube's against us. I, I'm just, I just can't be bothered anymore. I can't. It's important that you stay on YouTube. It's important. So I just want to give an update to, to everybody that watches PBD Podcast as well as YouTube. Something happened today on the podcast. We've never, have we ever experienced something like this nope. before? No. You got 15 guys in the room working for you. Not one of them could figure out how to upload to Rumble, BitChute, and Odyssey or how to stream you into Instagram and Facebook. N never something like this before. The crew's here. They're showing me. Brandon, why don't you show us the numbers? Because, you know, Trump's... And by the way, and by the way, his, his weirdo chart number thing isn't even that weird to me. 15,000 down to 13,000. Yeah. Go from 20 down to 14. Yeah. Again, that's not even suppression. That could be bots. That could be um, people that also watch Patrick Bet David that other channels upload videos, so they leave to go watch another channel. Like, let's say you're watching the Patrick Bet David podcast and another channel uploads a video that many people are subscribed to, so a bunch of people leave to go watch that new video and then they trickle back in. Then a bunch of people leave to watch that new video and then people trickle back in. This isn't even like what I would call suppression. But again, you have all this stuff, all this investigation, and you're not on BitChute, Odyssey, TikTok. You're not, or well, I don't know if he's probably on TikTok. I just, I can't be bothered anymore. You know, I just can't, I can't be bothered anymore if people aren't at least, at least, at least doing the bare minimum. And that's all I have to say about that. I just can't. I, I've had enough with this shit. It's so, it's so pathetic. He doesn't even link. He doesn't even link any new tech at all from his YouTube channel. Oh, you know what? I'm going to add that. And you know what? I want to add this too, because you know, I'm live when I'm recording this, all the two A YouTubers do the same thing. All the big two A YouTubers don't bother to take any time to take their content somewhere else. You know, if, if those guys like Brandon Herrera and donut operator and all those guys at least made their content available on new tech options, it's not just the political guys. They refuse. And by the way, most of these 
two, uh, you know, these these gun tubers are multi, multi, multi millionaires. So even if they lost a few viewers, it wouldn't matter. They're already epically rich. You think Demolition Ranch, a guy's probably worth 50 million. Do you think he cares? Do you think ultimately he cares? Okay, he's still complaining, tuning out. If you think, okay, Razzle, all right, you picked the wrong day to not get my point. If you think what I'm doing is complaining, then you don't get the fucking point at all. You don't get it. I, I actually give a shit. I actually give a shit about taking power away from YouTube and having actual alternatives. I actually give a shit about that. I don't just grift off of it to get people's $10 a month. So yeah, it pisses me off. If you think that's complaining, then I don't know what I don't know what you can uh if you think it's boring to talk about the most important fucking thing in content creation in 2024 then I don't know what to tell you. Do you think the border is boring too? <laughs> you only gave a shit cuz the rumble check cleared the bank this morning. Again, another retard take. I've been uploading videos to Rumble long before they ever paid me. Long before they ever paid me. I upload videos to BitChute and Odyssey and I support them monthly financially via Subscribestar and I've never made a penny on those. I've never, I've never made a penny on BitChute or Odyssey and I promote them constantly. Patrick Beck David has a huge platform and he's going to be the one whining and complaining that his videos, important videos about the election can't be seen. Oh, I have this breaking report about the election that everybody needs to know, but YouTube banned me and I didn't spend any time building up any other platforms. It's a big deal. I've been on new tech platforms before I ever made a dime. And guess what? I made more money when I just worked on YouTube. Guess what? I made a shitload more money in 2022 than I did in 2023. Guess what, buddy? New topic. New topic. Uh, Jack says, Jeremy, Jeremy, if you want to start a shitstorm, you'll need to need you up the swear words. Uh, I, I generally don't like to swear. Um, oh, I missed that other one. Sorry. It disappeared on me. Uh, well, well, Lelna says another $5 for giving an F <laughs> LOL. Yeah. Thank you guys, guys join, join my Patreon, but I'm not going to bother me to fight the power, but I'm going to use Silicon Valley's tool 
Patreon to fight the power. You know how many free speech fucks do that? Sign up for my Patreon, even though they ban everybody. To, to defend free speech. Defends free speech, avoids swearing. Love it. Hey, I'm not saying... I'm, swearing is not a free speech issue. I just try to keep my... I try to keep my videos relatively family-friendly, you know? I've told Dankula to use Rumble. Who do you think I'm talking about? When I've told all my friends to use it. You just can't. You just can't. I, I'm not telling people that they should, you know, fuck up their financial livelihoods. I'm just saying, I mean, maybe do the bare minimum. I like to Mormon swear. What's a Mormon swear? I let, uh, yeah, I let Melanie Max say the bundle of sticks words on my show, didn't I? I think she said it. I uploaded a s and streamed to Twitch, Rumble, YouTube. Our channel's entire staff is me, my wife, and my 11-year-old daughter. If we can, these professional YouTubers have no excuse. Yeah, I agree with that. Fudge. Ah, uh, holy fork. I think I said frick. That's not a, you know. Appreciate you, no name guy. I might not even upload that to YouTube because no one's going to fucking understand. No one's, everyone's going to be like, you're just attacking Patrick, but David, he's one of us. He's worth $400 million that he built on MLM multi-level marketing programs, but he's one of us. He's speaking truth to power. Yet he's groveling at his knees to YouTube, Jeremy. You're just jealous. Uh, Sir Thomas Drake, this is my favorite quartering live stream ever. Thank you. My own channel, Woke Churches of Seattle, is only on New Tech, Rumble, BitChute, Substack, and X. Never YouTube. Parallel, parallel economy for the win. Appreciate you. Yeah, he does good work, so he's allowed to be shit. Yeah, that's what a lot of people, that, a lot of people in, my, in our space get away with that. Interesting conversation going on yesterday on Twitter where uh, <laughs> Mark Cuban, who is a globalist shill, Mark Cuban is, is a, a rich guy that desperately wants people to think he's smart. Just like um, there are so many hot girls out there that desperately want you to think they're intellectuals. Mark Cuban is not a smart individual. He worships at the very same um, global globalist teat that any moron with a gender studies degree would. And he's been getting absolutely dragged on Twitter. And I'm a thousand percent here for it because uh, it's great. He, he, he single-handedly has basically disproven DEI. He has basically accidentally proven that DEI is a joke. 
and he's been uh, fruiting in his looms ever since, having a complete malding meltdown on Twitter about it. And uh, perhaps he needs a new change of underwear. And I've got the perfect solution for you, Mark. Check out Sheath. Hey, I know it might be a little weird to think about trying some different underwear, especially for you fellows out there, but I assure you, you're really going to like the product, and the ladies like it too. Longtime channel supporter, link in the description below. Elon Musk isn't convinced by Mark Cuban's defense of DEI. His hypocrisy convinces no one. Even I ratioed Mark Cuban. That's telling you something. So Mark Cuban out has been out on Twitter trying to totally epically pwn um, Elon Musk. And Elon Musk destroyed the entirety of Mark Cuban's worship of diversity, equity, and inclusion in like a five-word Twitter reply. Mark Cuban is desperately trying to signal his virtue, but his hypocrisy convinces no one. Musk wrote on Thursday, LOL, Mark Cuban replied. Cuban had published several ex-posts on the benefits of DEI policies on Wednesday. Cuban's posts were made in response to Musk's criticisms of DEI. You may not agree, but I take it as a given that there are people of various races, ethnicities, ethnicities, orientations, etc. that are regularly excluded from hiring consideration. Well, it sounds like he's telling on himself for being racist. By extending our hiring search to include them, we can find people who are more qualified. So again, Mark Cuban has the problem, not the system. And what's absolutely great is the way that this has shaken out on Twitter is epic. So he goes on and he's like, he's completely melting down about how great DEI is and blah, 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 blah. So of course he gets a simple reply from Elon Musk saying, you know, why don't you have any small Asian girls on your basketball team? And that, and that, you know, that's it right there. You see, Justin Elon Musk obliterates Mark Cuban, asks him when he's going to hire a short white slash Asian woman on the Dallas, Ma Dallas Mavericks as an NBA basketball team, for those of you that don't know, after Cuban challenged him about DEI. And you can see, like, the, it, it just, he, he absolutely ratioed him into oblivion. Absolutely demolished. Because it's, of course, not, and the best part about it is shout out to who, whoever this is, Wei Wu, a Chinese international student, uh, <laughs> for absolutely going, I play basketball, Mark Cuban. I can be your point guard. Make Maverick most DEI. I don't know if this is a parody account, but if the broken English is on purpose, absolute genius. If the broken English is not on purpose, absolute genius shout out to we woo um it, it probably is a parody account i don't know but look at this fifty-two thousand likes here's uh here's clifton duncan this is the best tweet ever hello black friend i appreciate my english improves every day soon i'm chinese shakespeare so i'm assuming this is a parody account i don't know for sure it's it's difficult to know for sure these days, but I suspect it's a parody account. Or maybe it actually says it. Uh, it does not say it, but 
I'm sure it is a parody account just based on the people that follow them. But like what's what's so hilarious to me is that like this is me at my $15 million job to make Maverick most DEI. Please make dream reality. <laughs> I mean, absolute obliteration. And then to make things worse, James O'Keefe gets in there, okay, and absolutely melts down because James O'Keefe, so here's his long thread, right? Talks about how great DEI is. I'm not going to read it. It's the same globalist, boring crap you've heard from any you know run-of-the-mill gender studies student uh, anywhere, right? So it goes on, goes on, goes on, right? Um, Ashley St. Clair, conservative influencer, um, writes, DEI is not seen as a core competency in most companies. It's just a huge expense. Yes, and anytime you make something like DEI a requirement, it will turn into checklists and eventually a lucrative industry. Well, I talked about yesterday that industry-wide, according to, I think it was MSNBC or CNBC, total open positions in diversity, equity, and inclusion hiring, you know, hiring spots are down 44%. And in other spots, the jobs have been reduced by as much as 55%. Because, quite frankly, diversity, equity, and inclusion is a creation of really good financial times. Really, really good finance. Uh, you know, really good financial times. I had to pause the video. LOL. Alter Chase just admits you want to date her. <laughs> That's the perfect comment. Yeah. Any criticism of a con a conservative a conservative influencer girl means you want to fuck them. <laughs> I love you, buddy. <laughs> I know I know you're just I know you're being sarcastic. That, that's why I had to pause and give you props. So uh so then he goes, Can you give specifics? The scenarios are used are just what I have to know, right? So then um conservative influencer and uh everyone wants to date, right? Brings up James O'Keefe's video. Breaking leaked video of CEO of IBM admits to using coercion to fire people and take away their bonuses unless they discriminate in the hiring practices. This is a uh, this was a bombshell report from uh, James O'Keefe from 2023. To which Mark Cuban simply says, and you really think a James O'Keefe edited video is an objective representation of the event? Well, this very person came out and admitted that it was totally real. He admitted it was totally real. To which I replied and ratioed him, shot victory lap, ha, 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 ratio Mark with Mark. Did you watch the video? No. Did you refute any of the points? No. For some sort of big, big brain guy, you don't seem very well researched or interested in learning anything that may infringe on your religion of wokeness. Which is true. And then... James O'Keefe also dunked on him. You get Mark Cernovich, Mike Cernovich coming in. If James O'Keefe offers to bring you, bring you the unedited video, will you watch it? To which then Mark Cuban copes and slithers, you know, slithers away and says, well, actually the video is from 2021. No mention of that. So it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a video from 2000 or from, you know, 1801. 
the video is a whole two years old, thus dis it disqualifies the things that it was said. So Mark Cuban still is such a such a coward mental midget. That he's like, oh well, actually, it's from 2021. Don't mention that. He does a stand up in front of IBM to make it appear as if it's new. He says it's in the light of IBM leaving X. You can't make it appear as if it nothing. You know, nothing. What he said. Not none of what he said here. Did he refute? Also, Mark, it says it literally in the video, 2021. <laughs> so Mark Cuban didn't even look at the freaking video, right? And then he says, oh, you are correct. He played it off as new, but I stand corrected. Dude, take the L. Like absolute L. And by the way, then uh, I, I want to pull up James O'Keefe's tweet because it was perfectly worded because none of what, none of what Mark Cuban's endless malding did. You see here, James O'Keefe quote tweeting Mark Cuban, name one lie, Mark, one lie. How have I misrepresented the event in the video? When you make a claim, you got to back it up. Let's see if Mark Cuban's in the replies here. Hmm, let me see. I just, I don't know. I have a feeling if Mark Cuban was in the replies, he would say, I mean, Mark Cuban absolutely embarrassing himself. He doesn't even bother to understand the woke ideologies that he himself is pushing. He himself is out on Twitter being made to look like an absolute fool. An absolute fool. And he's just flailing. Absolute. I mean, nothing, nothing that he said was untrue. But Mark Cuban is like out here absolutely molding over it. The whole, the whole um, specter around diversity, equity, and inclusion, and all this crap. This shine is off of it. People know it doesn't work. Companies know it doesn't work. That's why they're all rapidly cutting spending on it. And Mark Cuban's the last guy standing out here trying to defend it and getting absolutely dragged, rightfully, rightfully so, on X and anywhere else he opens his stupid mouth. Hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon. But we're still here. Also, shout out. King of Biltong, good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code the Q, one word, on land at Biltong.com and AntonUSA.com. Being pissed and needing more protein to fuel your rage, Biltong. Yeah, I think I have, I got your email. I think I have some Biltong on the way, right? I have some Biltong on the way. <clears throat> I mean, absolute. Mark Cuban understands that it benefits him to parrot the kind of the, the general talking points of, you know, DEI people, the WEF and all this crap. Oh, by the way, do you see this fucking idiot? Hold on a second. Oops, pardon my French. Here is, I wonder if he's been community noted yet. He still hasn't been. Mark Ruffalo 
shares and oh finally it got community noted <laughs> although and the community although these are authentic images of trump with young women these images are ai generated what how is this even a what what does that even mean authentic images of trump with young women these images are ai generated I mean, I can see right here very clear. Like, I don't even understand this. What a kind of weird community note is this? What are they trying to say? Oh, hello. I'm not showing you. So Mark Ruffalo, Trump headed to Epstein Island. Two different flights, two different groups of little girls. Oh, I get it. So he took pictures, but he was not headed to Epstein Island. The real image that is fake. Yeah, what? I don't understand that. What does an authentic fake even mean? Can somebody... My brain hurts. It's Friday. My brain hurts. I don't understand. What does that even mean? It's authentically fake? Yeah, yeah, I mean, is that... It feels like that's... Is that what that means? Or they are pictures of Trump, but then they generated them inside of a plane? Is that what it is? Like, he really did take a picture with young girls. By the way, this looks like his daughter, although I don't know. Authentically AI generated. Yeah. Can I pay you with real fake money, sir? Uh, hold on. I don't get it. Uh, please, uh, please. Exp <clears throat> yes, his daughter and her friends, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We've got more Epstein news. We've got more. More Epstein. More. Uh, what else can I say? You losing us? <laughs> yeah. It's been a long week. Forgive a please. They got him this time. It's all over now. Ricky Sly says, remember kids, guns don't kill people with rainbows in their profile. Oh, guns don't kill people. People with rainbows in their profile do. I no longer feel safe in the sharing a space with transgender individuals. Sorry. This is, uh, did you see Biden's new, uh, I want this play. How is, is a stream been okay today? Like, um, I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presence. Really, I believe really. in free and fair elections. 
He can't even talk, and they use it in his campaign ad. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my president. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. Even if you're dead. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's Trump. an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. Trump's, Trump's are extremists. Trump supporters are extremists. I don't know about you, but I, I saw an extremist, a lot of extremists lately, shooting little children. I'm high maintenance, and I put a lot of effort into how I present myself into the world. Yeah, I can tell by your four pounds of makeup, but go on, queen. And so when I go on a date with a man and he does not stop to tell me that I look beautiful, it raises a question mark for me. It's not because I need validation. I own Yes, it is, five head. Yeah, that girl's forehead's longer than mine. Own several mirrors and I'm very aware of what I look like, but it's because appreciation is a fundamental building block of any relationship that I want to be a part of. I invest in personal development and growth through therapy, coaching programs, and fitness. So she admits she's in therapy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And by the way, you know, Get a real microphone, you poor. Growth through therapy, coaching programs, and fitness. Ooh, I invest fitness. in clothes that make me feel good. I invest in... You know a bitch is crazy when she says buying clothes are an investment. Fellas, don't ever let your wife... If you let your wife get away with this or your girlfriend... Sorry, ladies, but... Uh, if your wife ever comes, I don't know if you're a Midwesterner. I don't know if it's just from the Midwest, but some people will understand what I'm saying here. If your wife ever comes home from the store and says that she saved money, do not let that, don't let that fly. If she has her Kohl's cash and she tells you she saved money while holding two bags of clothes, you must nip that in the bud immediately. You must explain how spending money on products that you don't necessarily need is, in fact, not saving it. Fellas, I bet most of you have heard that. Honey, look how much money I saved. I save 50% off on my 37th pair of shoes. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to get like mad. I just mean, don't let that shit fly. Say, hey, honey, I love you. I think you're beautiful. I love your boobs. But uh, you didn't save money. Please don't ever tell me that you saved money when you bought, 
You save money when you use a coupon on food you need at the grocery store. Okay? If you're buying your 25th pair of shoes and you, and you use a 5% off coupon, you didn't save money. I'm sure fellas do this too. I'm sure guys do it too. But just allow me to be a little sexist on a Friday, okay? Zero Hedge. Full-time workers plunge $1.5 in a single month to the lowest since February 2023. Part-time workers soar to 762000 the highest on record. I'm sorry, they soar 760, not to 762, an additional 762,000. Jeremy, men can save money shopping in the game. My toys have way more zeros than her. <laughs> That's true. Also, um, I guess men can save money when they're buying. Oh, wait, I'm sure men have used this one. Um, they aren't, they aren't, they aren't inbox Nintendo games, honey. They're an investment. I didn't spend $2,000 on a sealed copy of Earthbound, dear. It's an investment. I know for a fact I've said that. All right? I know for a fact I have said that. All right? So I'm not like, honey, honey, I know I had 10,000 rounds of AR ammo, okay? But... They were running a sale and I got another 10,000 rounds at 50% off. And just think, dear, when shit goes to, to the wind, you're going to be glad you have 20,000 rounds. So fellas do it too. Honey, I bought a new drone. Honey, I bought a drone. I've always wanted a drone. Um... I always wanted to kind of learn how to fly one and my dog's like chasing it. I literally said this yesterday. Honey, I bought a drone, but it's a tax write-off because I'll use it to film stuff for my YouTube channel. <laughs> Jeremy, there's another heavy box out there on the on the Jeremy, there's another heavy box out there on the front porch that says adult signature required. Were you buying ammo in the middle of the night again? I, I did the oh yeah I missed it oh damn it shout out to the shout out to the locals chat what did we decide hold on baby I know I didn't need to buy a eleven hundred dollar DJI drone but think about it it was a write off <laughs> I I didn't have the sound effects so maybe that's why it didn't hit. I don't think she bought it, but I, I should have used the sound effect. Actually, it should probably go the other way. No, no. I think going up, I'm not sure. Honey, I always wanted a drone. And guess what? I know it's $1,000, but it was a write-off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Uh, 
I'm married to a mechanic. This happens often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the write-off thing didn't really hit, especially when my accountant, when I got like a nasty letter from my accountant that was like, because here's how I spent my, here's the thing that the modern accountant mind can't understand. Okay. Here's a little, you know how I like to provide you all a little inside baseball in terms of like doing what I do, finance, the financial, like the financial aspect of being a content creator or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I should say, uh, that's the sound of the chances of me getting, getting any that night. Honey, I bought an $1,100 drone. Want to go to bed? <laughs> and he, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Um, so because like at any moment, uh, wait, third batch of Jeffrey list just dropped. Did it? Can you, I'll, I will allow the link in chat. Don't, don't ban them. If you link the tweet, um, don't delete it. Cause I'm just about to cover that. Um, so when I get paid, the way I get paid now is I get paid once a month from rumble. And, uh, the, and I just pay shit off. So a lot of people, like a lot of people, um, a lot of people, you know, smart, if you work like a, if you have normal money coming in and coming out, um, the, like normal people coming in and coming out, money coming, coming out. You have a relatively steady job. You don't have to, you know, accidentally worry about maybe, you know, accidentally you say the N word one day and you lose all your money forever or something like that. Um, you make this drive from Chicago to Milwaukee a lot easier. Shout out, you know, once you get through Gurney, shout out to the stop in Gurney. That's the, there's a steak and shake at that exit that I always stop at when I'm driving to like Louisville or whatever that that steak and shake in Gurney. Or if you're driving to Milwaukee, stop off in Kenosha at the Mars cheese castle. It's a really nice halfway spot. Get some delicious cheeses. But anyway, so when, when money comes in and you're a content creator, if you're smart, <clears throat> you pay shit off. You don't carry a bunch of debt because it could all go away tomorrow. It's kind of different than like, let's say if you're a machinist or something like that, yes, work could go away tomorrow or something like that. You still have that, but it's a little different when you're, you know, doing, when you're in this game, right? Um, so my accountant's always bitching at me. He's like, why are you paying more towards your mortgage every month? Why? Cause I'm like, I'm trying to pay off the house, um, early, you know, just in case, right? There's no guarantee that Rumble renews my contract in a year. So I want to get as much of my overhead, as much of my bills paid as reasonably possible paid. The reason that doesn't make sense for any normal person, any normie, normal job, is that you wouldn't do that. That's very poor use of your money. For example, uh, I bought a tractor. I have a beautiful Kubota 60 horsepower tractor. I love that thing. It was, let's say, I don't remember, $70,000 or something like that. The note was 0%. There's, uh, Kubota was offering 0% for like three years or 0% for five years. I think it was three. 
essentially that's free money. So the absolute basic economics around that, and most of you understand this, is that even if I put that $70,000 in a shitty passbook account made half a percent, it will be better than paying off the tractor. Does that make sense? So my accountant's always saying like, dude, why did you pay off the tractor? You should have put that money in like a, your 401k or an IRA or something and then, you know, made payments. But my thing is I try to explain to him is I'm like, dude, you don't understand, you know, like rumble could go away tomorrow or this or that could go away tomorrow. And I don't want to have all this shit that's not paid for. And I suddenly have, you know, my nut every month is 15 grand. I'd rather have like a reasonable nut to pay every month. Um, does that make sense? So my accountant's always like, what are you doing? Why are you paying triple your mortgage every month? I'm like, well, cause I'm trying to, you know, if shit goes south, I know this isn't forever. I've already like been around. I've annoyed people online for far longer than most people do. And so I just pay shit off and, um, he hates it. He's like, but you could have invested this and made this, that other. He's not wrong, but neither am I. Something goes bad. You know, I, my tractor's paid off instead of having, I don't know. I don't remember what the payment was. I think it was like $1,200 a month or something like that. So it must've been five years, 0% interest. So I think the tractor was like 70 or $80,000. So if, if some, everything went away tomorrow, instead of having a $1,200 note to worry about having to pay next month, I'd, I'd have a, I have a $70,000 tractor that I can sell if I need to, or, you know, whatever the that you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing, by the way, you can cut, what's the number for, for those people, for those people out there. If you, if you're getting paid every, what's the, what's the math chat, you know, it, um, that's a mistake. If shit hits the fan, you'd be selling the tractor. Anyway, you should have invested that money. Uh, I, 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 I can't say you're wrong. There's definitely, I have a friend that said, I have a friend that tells, that says this about the economy going to shit. He's like, why would you ever pay off your house? You're an idiot. And, um, he's like, you know, if shit ever hit the fan, you could just let the bank take your house. <laughs> he's not wrong. Like he's not wrong. Um, He's like, take your money and fucking move. Let the bank take your house. Why are you paying down your house? So like, he's not necessarily wrong. Um, the, the math I was saying is, uh, if you, if you get paid every other week, how does that work? If you get paid every two weeks and there's two times a, what is that? There's two times a year where you get three checks. If you put those checks towards your mortgage, you can cut like seven years off your mortgage. What is that? I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but there is, you know, then try to buy another house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with hyperinflation, debt will be easy to get rid of. Yeah, right. So that he's not necessarily wrong. There's a lot of ways to look at it, but I would rather just have no extra stress. Basically, if you make two extra mortgage payments a year, you can cut your mortgage by seven years. If I understand that correctly, is that, is that the, is that what the math is? I think. 
Yeah, so there's three months a year if you paid weekly. Yeah, whatever it is. You can cut years off your mortgage by making two extra payments a year or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's actually wild. You cut years off your mortgage. That's off a 30-year. That's off a 30-year. Because that extra money you pay off your mortgage every month goes directly towards principal. When you first take out a mortgage, it's like, uh, let's say your mortgage is $3,000 a month. For those first like 10 years, like $2,700 of that $3,000 is interest. So if, if you, yeah, Bumble says, if you throw an extra grand a month, you can cut 23 years off. Right, depending on the size of your mortgage, but right, as a percentage. So I've always tried to pay a little bit more when we can. Your friend sounds like the same people that bought the 2007 disaster. I don't, that's what I say to him too, Nick. That's what I say to him too. He's always like, why you pay off your shit? Just let the bank take it. I'm like, well, if shit gets that bad, my cash ain't going to be worth anything either. And also, if the bank takes my house, I'll never get another note. Jeremy will be on the new season of Alaska Frontier. Just me and my tractor. Brrr. By the way, my tractor is heated and air conditioned, so I could probably live in that thing. Your accountant seems sketch. No offense. Well, no, my, my accountant, that advice is good advice for most people who don't live in a world where you can get canceled. If you, you're always better off to invest your money rather than pay it back, especially if, let's say you have a, a let's say your, let's say your mortgage on your house is 3% and you can buy a CD or you can get into an IRA where you make 5% or 4%. There is no scenario where you wouldn't be better off putting your money into that other investment. That's where he's coming from. But for me, I'm like, bro, I could get canceled tomorrow. And I don't want to get canceled and have like all this debt to worry about. You're on Rumble. You can't get canceled. Well, the, the thing is, you know, I might not get, what if, you know, I don't get renewed on Rumble or something like that, you know, suddenly. Your friend is in Sam Hyde. I've heard his financial advice. Isn't Sam's financial advice, from what I understand, uh, <laughs> burn burn your credit score to the ground and take maximum risk? I think that's what Sam said. Don't listen to Sam. Also, I don't know this for a fact, but uh, I do think Sam is low-key loaded. I don't know that for a fact, but I think he's low-key doing very, very well financially. Does anyone else notice ads on Rumble app before video starts? Never liked that before. I hate it. Well, creators don't. I'll give you that much, but I understand why you don't. I told, I think that Rumble should offer like a Rumble premium, just like YouTube, where you, you'll never get ads if you do that, you know? You won't be, you need to get renewed. The basement will sustain all. That's the plan. Right, that is true. Steal the ducks at your local park and sell them. It's free money. That's one of my, that, that is actually my all time favorite Alex Jones meme. All time favorite, all time favorite, all time favorite. 
It's not even close. The elites don't want you to know this, but the ducks at the park are free. You can take them home. I have 458 ducks. Well, that's a bad rendition of it. But it is in the, it is in the, um, it's in his game. Okay, so what is this? So let's look at this new Epstein leak thing. Um, let's see. What is the new part of this? It's been updated, but let's see. This says it was last updated 214. The DACA was collected as. I know I've been collecting. I have 457 ducks. <laughs> what are those? So funny. Um, is there anything new in it? Uh, you could try to get Gary from Gary Economics YouTube. I know that guy. Uh, he's a former London fund manager who ed educates the public about finance. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I don't see what's in the new what's in the new leaks. I'm trying to see there's nothing trending about it. They did up uh, they did they did update it. Oh here. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a fun story about my wife. Once, so my wife has been a vegetarian since she was nine years old. She's now 40. There was a time in her life where she did enjoy, I gotta word this carefully, where she wasn't a vegetarian. I was going to say, say she enjoyed eating meat. Then I knew you'd all go wild. So I just said, just stop by Anton's. Jeremy, your order should be there soon. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, I need some Anton's. I'll tell you what, this intermittent fasting, uh, I went 15 hours last night, I think. But I couldn't eat till 10 this morning. And by like 9 o'clock, I was getting grouchy. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, speaking of goose geese, I meant to say, I think she was scarred when like, she was like five or six, she was eating a hot dog at the zoo and one of the geese there just stole it out of her hand and ate it. Well, we've got new information, new quote-unquote, uh, documents released in uh, the Jeffrey case, the third such trove of information, uh, the second in as many days. I do think it's awfully interesting 
that they've chosen to kind of roll it out slowly so it stays in the headlines. Like, I don't know how many distractions can be conjured up, allegedly. I, I heard there was some sort of 10-foot aliens in Miami yesterday. I don't know. I was too busy, busy reading the file releases. A lot of people are talking about those aliens, though. Um, but now there was a third release out there that uh, we're going to take a look at on top of the second release as more and more information seems to come to light. By the way, uh, if you are enjoying the channel, you know you can find me on many different social media platforms. Each day over the past, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try and boost each one of my platforms for the people that actually use them. Today, if you use Instagram, uh, I know many of you don't, but if you do, um, I'm trying to reach 10,000 followers on Instagram. I'm going to leave a link in the description below to my Instagram. It's Instagram slash the quartering news. I'm trying to reach Gen Z in 2024. So if you, if you do use Instagram, please do consider following me there to help me uh, reach my goal of 10,000 there. Next week, we'll do some new tech like Gab and Truth Social, things like that. Now, just moments ago, uh, by the way, on my Instagram and on my Facebook and on these alt tech, I've started and will continue to upload unique content that's only available there. So like my Instagram has co content that I generate every day. My Facebook has different content that I generate every single day. Gab, True Social, all that will, will have new interesting content too. So there's an actual reason to follow. More documents have been unsealed. See, I'm committed to saving the Zoomers. That means I have to be on Facebook. That means I have to be on Instagram. That means I have to be on TikTok. That means I have to be on Gab, Truth Social. There's probably not that many Zoomers on those platforms, but I need to be better in 2024 about being on more platforms. That's why I've hired somebody whose full-time job it is uh, to cr crack a whip on me and tell me to create content for these other platforms. More documents have been unsealed. Adriana Ross, John, John Doe, interesting. Uh, removed computers from Jeffrey's Palm Beach mansion before the FBI could search the premises. I got a call from her that there would be, I don't know what the time it would be, the house in, in certain time, they would be there to pick up computers. Question, okay, you got a phone call from Adriana. Answer, right. Question, why were you called by Adriana to tell you that Adriana and would be coming over to with some other gentlemen to remove computers. Do you know why they told you that? No. So people, so they came and removed more, you know, they, they removed more documents. Very interesting stuff. And, you know, we talked about, I think, um, friend of the show, Luke, uh, from We Are Change, posted images of literally um, hundreds of hard drives and, and CD-ROMs CD of video that the FBI took that we're really never going to know. We're never going to see. We're never going to get any kind of a piece of it. But it's been interesting to see that the way they've been releasing it, you see the connection between Jeffrey, national security agencies, and organized crime and trafficking. There's a lot of re very real conversations 
happening right now about what it looks like. You know, what what additional, you know, files are going to come out, what additional names. This is all by the way just from this one lawsuit. This is just from one lawsuit. This is, you know, nothing to do with um, you know, all the information that the FBI has that we're probably never going to get. But I digress. This other bombshell last night, allegedly Bill Clinton stormed the Vanity Fair offices, allegedly. And by the way, I just want everyone to know, I click, click the like button now so you know that you understand. I feel great. I love Hillary Clinton. I think she's one of the best. I think she got robbed in 2016. I think she's an uh, excellent woman who's never done anything wrong. Same thing about Bill Clinton. This is just more mainstream lies about Bill Clinton. But Bill Clinton allegedly stormed into the Vanity Fair newsroom and threatened the outlet to not run trafficking stories against, quote, good friend Jeffrey in new documents. Former President Bill Clinton allegedly stormed into the Vanity Fair newsroom and threatened staffers not to publish stories about his good friend Jeffrey, according to newly unsealed court documents. The claim about Clinton included in the latest batch of files tied, Jeff tried to Jeffrey that were released Thursday night was mentioned by, of course, Virginia Guffrey in an email exchange with a journalist. The scribe was advising Guffrey on whether to do an interview and to sell a photo to the publication. Churcher was offering to help her lend a book deal in the time. Quote, when I was doing some research into Vanity Fair yesterday, it does concern me that they want to write about me considering that Bill Clinton walked into Vanity Fair and threatened them not to write trafficking articles about his good friend J.E. Guffrey wrote in the emails. It's unclear where Guffrey learned of these alleged incidents, and the former Vanity Fair editor Graydon Carter told The Telegraph Thursday it categorically did not happen. Well, the question is, okay, was this person even working there during this time? Does did that person have eyeballs on the entire building? Um, you know, what uh, you know, what kind of connections do they have? Maybe this person doesn't want to get disappeared too. I don't know. A separate document Thursday, uh, drop names also Clinton as someone who quote traveled with Jeffrey and his madam and may have information about Jelaine and Jeffrey. A Clinton spokesperson referred the post to a 2019 statement that said the former president knows nothing about the terrible crimes. Yeah, the guy that was on the island how many times had nothing, had no idea what was going on there, though. I, I don't know if I buy that. I just don't know if I believe all that. Is there more? Was there more stuff in this file that I'm missing? In this latest dump, or was it just that single page? Here we go. Let's go to CNN, the most reliable name in news. Oh, they put an article to say they're reviewing the documents. I want the documents. Where is the actual documents?
Where is this? Doobie doobie doo. Is everybody over the Epstein stuff now? 29 more attachments. Nobody's put it out in a thread yet? This says thread, but... Oh, here we go. Okay. There you go, Techno Fog. Shout out. Shout out to Techno underscore Fog for putting us out. Several more pages were just released. More documents unsealed. We know we talked about, obviously, about Adriana Ross removing computers. Then we have lawyers for Virginia Guffrey. We're seeking Jelaine's communications with Bill and Hillary. Well, that's awfully concerning. 2016 notes about the Palm Beach, uh, you know, files about Abigail Wexner wants to talk to you at something private. She's the wife of Jeffrey's client, Leslie Wexner. More from the files. This is from Palm Beach PD. One Palm Beach police officer, quote, knew him well, could talk with him, knows him well, information passed on to Captain. I wonder this might add, you know, this is just me speculating, but. This certainly could add some more fuel to the fire that he was regularly exchanging information with law enforcement. I mean, I can't know that for sure, right? I mean, we don't really know a thousand percent sure exactly what's going on. But what we do know also, it looks like we have a new fall guy. It looks like we have a new fall guy with, uh, with the prince now apparently being evicted and all this stuff. So here's the entire file. As of January 3rd, you can also look at at the real, at the underscore real underscore fly. Looks like it has all 943 pages for people to go through if you want to kind of research all that kind of information. Now, mainstream media, by the way, is racing out there, racing out there to say that it was fake business insider. We all know that business insider is one of the most trusted names in news. Vanity Fair insiders deny that Bill Clinton threatened magazine over reporting on his friend. I don't know. I can't prove this, but I would say, um, I would say I believe that Bill Clinton did this. Now, Bill Clinton himself storming in there that seems odd but who knows prince andrew now reported to police over the files calls on both sides of the atlantic for the duke of york to face prosecution after newly unsealed documents this guy's going down this is the fall guy now he's been in the news right but this is it this is it Princess Beatrice visits Andrew at the Royal Lodge hours after newly released. This guy's done. Prince Andrew will never return to the Royal Fold and will be forced out of the Royal Lodge after the documents relating to Jeffrey detailing. I mean, all this stuff was already out. That's the weird thing. You can see basically the whole thing here at Court Listener as well, where they have the last update was at 2.41 p.m. How do I see... Um, <laughs> How do I see what they uploaded, though? How do I see? So you sent this, but how do I, like, see what was new? That's what I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Because this is, like, document numbers, right? 
If I just do descending. Uh-oh. Oh, here. These are all new ones. Okay. Okay. Got it. Now I got it. We had to just search like... So if you actually look up on Court Listener, this docket, you can see as of today, notice regarding deleted document. Deleted document, docket num document number 1327. The document was incorrectly filed in this case. It was a duplicate entry. Okay, sure, fine, maybe. They deleted documents yesterday, but you can look at all these very different, you know, very, you can open them up for yourself and see exactly what is in these documents, transcripts of videographers and all this stuff. I'm actually cure. I'm curious, sorry. Um, why or what is leading to them kind of slow rolling this? Now you can go through there. It looks like there's 29 new attachments. This is not a small amount of data to go through. And they're all various exhibits. You see, this is exhibit E, all this from the Virginia Guffrey lawsuit. Some of this stuff is pretty spicy. You know, yes, did you ever, did you at the time wonder why she was traveling with Jeff? At the time, I did not. Did you later wonder that? Yes. You know, there's a lot of unsealed stuff. You can see conversations. Did you see them in the sterile up to the second story of the house? I can't recall. Do you know who, who the people were in these photos? Were you familiar with them? No. Were you in any of these photos at one point? Yes. And were you unclothed in the photo? Yes. Do you recall seeing any other unclothed photos of Virginia Roberts? I mean, there's a lot to go through in these files. Um, the public attention span, very, very interesting to me. Um, questioning if we're going to see more files or not. Technically, we've got files released on January 4th, January 3rd. That's it. Third, fourth, and then the fifth. So this is the third or fourth, I'm sorry, the fourth release. So it's going to be pretty interesting. If you want to go through this stuff, you can find it on court listener. I'd say we've got a new fall guy. It's going to be interesting to see just how many more we get. Yeah, it's, it's, this is what they did, you know, the question of uh, how to handle the Twitter files, right? You know, the Twitter files, they should have dumped it all at once. They ran it out too long. So we'll see. Right now, there doesn't seem to be anything in particularly super salacious in this latest release, other than the fact that they removed computers you know, that they had a heads up and removed computers. That's probably the, you know, spicy part of it. Another 412 pages and court documents releases. It's going to be a fun weekend, friend. I'm going to start digging through all that. See if we can't find some more spicy information. Do you see there are a lot of putting a lot of illegals in whitewater? Yes, I, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I went to college there. It was a nice town. Cramming a thousand people there from various, you know, military age fighting men. There's going to be a lot of rapes of young female women there. Sorry, not sorry. You're going to see a lot of sexual assault rises in Whitewater. Um, if my daughter was going there, I'd be immediately looking at transferring her out of um, that school. And that's just the way I feel. Call me racist. I accept it. 
but you have a thousand military age fighting men going to a sun. Whitewater is a city of about 15,000 people. It's like 5,000 people who aren't students. So you pump in all these uh, illegals. I would not feel safe if I was a woman there. I would not, uh, if I was a dad or a mom, my daughter was going to school there, I would be moving her immediately. That's just, that's just how I feel about it. Just how I feel about it. A lot of elderly people getting robbed, almost certainly. Okay, uh, I've got to get working on all these uh, videos for today. I think we're getting to the point now where we may start extending the show. We might, we may want to start a little earlier or maybe run a little bit longer. I think for my schedule, starting a little earlier is better. Better, but um, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I'm loving that we're building up such a big crowd. Uh, so for right now, though, we'll be back on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to have four or five standalone videos here on Rumble. I've already started uploading some of them. Um, and then I'll probably have content over the weekend for you. What an exciting time. I'm really glad that you're all here on Rumble. And um, I look forward to seeing you on Monday. And uh, stay safe this weekend. Try to relax. And have a good one. Mm -hmm.